From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, August 4th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The city of Cleveland has just surpassed 100 homicides for the year, putting it on pace for last year's total of 170. Mayor Justin Bibb, who took office in January, was asked about it. Progress takes time. Uh, Change does not happen overnight. Uh, But I'm confident in the leadership of our new chief of police, Wayne Drummond. And I believe with the right investments and with our continued focus, we can make this one of the safest cities in America. Investigators in Columbus are working to learn more about the overnight shooting of a one-year-old baby on the city's southeast side. ONN's Tracy Townsend has the story. Police say the baby's mother called 911 and said someone drove by the house and opened fire. Officers say two people were shot, including that one-year-old baby girl and a 26-year-old man. The baby was hit in the stomach, the man in the lower body. Both victims are expected to survive. So far, no word on arrests. I'm Tracy Townsend. Toledo police say a man was arrested after he allegedly threatened to shoot up voting machines at a North Toledo polling location on Tuesday. More from ONN's Amy Steigerwald. 59-year-old Robert Hughes was reportedly making verbal threats to, quote, shoot up the voting machines while he spoke negatively about Democrats. He was arraigned in Toledo Municipal Court with his bond set at $50,000. He's being charged with inducing panic, threatening violence, and is expected to be in court next week. Amy Stagerwald in Toledo. Yesterday, a day before the third anniversary of the mass shooting that killed nine people in Dayton's Oregon district, Nan Whaley, who was Dayton's mayor at the time of the shooting and is now the Democratic candidate for Ohio governor, spoke to reporters on the campaign trail about the issue of gun safety. No matter where you live in the state, you deserve to feel safe. And when I'm governor, I'll fight every day to make that a reality. That is my promise. There are more than 6,600 cases of monkeypox in the U.S. right now, including 34 in Ohio. And there's concern about college campuses. ONN's Monica Robbins has more. They've already dealt with two years of COVID. Now, as college students return to campus, another infectious virus may be joining them. And some health experts are sounding the alarm. College students need to pay really close attention to the news reports in the same way they would monitor the weather for an impending storm. Dr. Rachel Cox is an expert in epidemiology and infectious diseases. I think it's definitely possible for college campuses to be the next hotspot. She expects numbers to grow rapidly in the weeks and months ahead. I'm Monica Robbins. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi making history with her trip to Taiwan this week, and it's making an impact on the people of that country. ONN's John Monk in Toledo reports. Lily Wu has been working this summer at our guest inn and suites in Port Clinton through the group Interexchange. Lily says, More and more people will start to care about Taiwan because they may think we are the next Ukraine and everyone will try to help Taiwan. Lily will be returning home to Taiwan at the end of September where she says she's expecting her friends, family and entire nation to be much more optimistic than when she left. I'm John Monk reporting from Port Clinton. 
The White House says next Tuesday is when President Biden will sign a multi-billion dollar investment into making semiconductors here in the U.S., including Ohio. ONN's Yolanda Harris in Columbus has the story. Congress passed the CHIPS Act last week. Now, Intel is awaiting the federal funding before starting the primary construction of its new Licking County plant. To get here, Ohio showered the company with $2 billion of tax incentives, but Intel threatened to downgrade its Ohio investment unless Congress acted. Now, Intel doesn't expect any money from the CHIPS Act until next year. It plans to open its plant in the year 2025. I'm Yolanda Harris. The NFL is appealing the suspension of Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. ONN's Dave Holmes explains. Basically, the NFL had an independent judge decide Deshaun Watson's suspension. That judge, Sue Robinson, gave Watson a six-game suspension. Now the NFL doesn't like that ruling. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is allowed to hear the appeal himself. And reportedly, he wants way more than six games. Once that is finalized, there's a good chance Deshaun Watson could sue the NFL. All of this process is laid out in the collective bargaining agreement between the NFL and the players. So Deshaun Watson... Watson might not like the process, but legally, there's not much he can do about it. I'm Dave Holmes. Sports betting will become legal in Ohio right at midnight on January 1st. ONN's Angela Ann reports. The Ohio Casino Control Commission revealed that information during its meeting yesterday. The announcement could conceivably allow people in Ohio to immediately place bets on games taking place on the West Coast on New Year's Eve that continue past midnight, which could include the college football playoff Fiesta Bowl semifinal in Glendale, Arizona. The commission has already received 850 applications for licenses related to sports betting. Angela Ann, ONN News. Ohio State head football coach Ryan Day and his wife Nina are making a million-dollar donation to support mental health at OSU's Wexner Medical Center. Nina and I know from our own experiences what a great difference mental health care can make in the life of someone who is hurting. We feel very fortunate to be able to support this important work happening here at Ohio State. The Day family has already set up a fund for pediatric and adolescent mental wellness through Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus. The 27th Vintage Ohio Wine Festival is taking place tomorrow and Saturday northeast of Cleveland. Daniela Winchell is executive director of the Ohio Wine Producers Association. It's in the community of Kirtland, um, so there are 19 wineries coming. There's a plethora of varieties. Several of the wineries are producing beer. They've gotten into the craft beverage business, so some of those are coming along. And we've got a couple of stages of music, lots of live entertainment. Find more information at visitvintageohio.com. And there's a new mouth to feed at Cincinnati's Zoo and Botanical Gardens. A full-term hippopotamus was born last night. ONN's Dave James reports. The baby is a sibling to Fiona, a hippo who became a global celebrity when she was born prematurely in 2017. The zoo's animal care director says the baby looks huge because Fiona weighed only 29 pounds when she was born six weeks early. The zoo discovered the calf's mother, 23-year-old Bibi, was pregnant around April Fool's Day. It came as a surprise because Bibi was on birth control. Bibi and the yet-to-be-named baby will spend the next two weeks bonding behind the scenes. Dave James, I'll win in news. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.